You are listening to the Glass Cannon Network, the premier source for role-playing game entertainment. It's time to put your top hats and goggles on because this is Haunted City, an actual play show where we play Blades in the Dark, a game by John Harper and Evil Hat Studios, available wherever you buy your tabletop role-playing game books. My name is Jared Logan. I'm originally from West Virginia. I'm about (laughs) six feet in height. A weight hovers around... 240 pounds. And, uh, well, originally I was an actor in a lot of plays growing up. Uh, I really enjoyed performing. Uh, when I got older, I tried out improv and then eventually found my way to stand up comedy. Now, do you guys want to hear all this? Yeah. Love this, it. You know what? I should actually introduce these other people because their stories are interesting too. Please welcome Josephine McAdam, Ross Bryant, and Abu Salim, everybody. Hello, hello. Hello, what up, what up? Well, thanks, Jared, for evoking top hats and goggles right out of the gate, thus uh, presenting the two most um, evocative totems of steampunk. (laughs) Yes. I was, uh, this show was originally going to be called Top Hats and Goggles. (laughs) Who knows? Maybe you throw a couple gears on there. Yeah. Some cogs and flywheels. Uh, cogs and flywheels. That's another good, uh, title. Actually, I don't know that it is, <clears throat> does Blade seem like totally steampunk to you? No, no not to me. It no. doesn't. It's its, its own thing. I like, I like how it's very much its own thing. And, and you really get the sense that because like so much of the world building is done in the book, but so much of it is left to you to kind of color it like your own way with you and your friends that like, I feel like some people could really lean into the kind of yeah. like, hey, governor, like steampunk of it. And some people could totally leave that behind. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's it's great that way. It's like extremely detailed, but also extremely customizable. And you can find it on so many websites where you buy RPG books. Go and get your copy today. Whatever uh, my next character is will definitely be like flat cap, cogs, gears, yeah. goggles, Arm garters, barbershop quartet mustache, like full, full thing. Yeah, but you have to really grow the mustache. Okay. Well, as you know, it takes uh, four to six months. Does it really? It, it's 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 a little tough for you to. You had a cool mustache for a while there. I had a mustache for a while, but it was the it was a labor of I don't want to say love, but a labor of um, <laughs> mid pandemic insanity. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> well, if that's the worst thing that happened to you. You're, you were doing yeah, great. Oh, no. That, that was by no means the worst thing. It was just like <laughs> one of, one of the few ways we had of actually marking time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What, what, my, my rock bottom during pandemic is that I, I had one too many scotches and I got really sort of confrontational in an online book club. Oh. <laughs> what was the book? The book was Recursion by Blake Crouch, which is a time travel novel, and I loved it. And then this other person got on and was like, this was not that great. And I was like, you motherfucker. And I just like, 
I didn't write motherfucker in the comments of this Facebook group, but I was just writing all these like very angry <laughs> comments. And then, uh, my friend, our friend Clinton Trucks, I think he texted me and was like, dude, I think you, I think you need to calm down. <laughs> <laughs> and I was immediately like, yeah, I'm, I'm drunk and the pandemic is affecting me. Uh, I'll delete these comments. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. what was everybody else's rock bottom? Okay, easier question. Look. Abu, have you ever grown a mustache? There we go. Abu, you know what's funny? Like I for for a while I did this play where I had to play a Chilean sort of bartender. Like and the uh director was obsessed with me being like, you have to have a mustache. Have to have a mustache. And, I, and like I tried to repeatedly say like it will look wispy and thin and and ridiculous. And she was like, no, you have to grow it. You have to grow it. So I think for like opening night, I had the mustache and (laughs) she saw the photos from the press night. And she was like, maybe you should shave your mustache. (laughs) I was like, great. So not only did you not listen to me, you've also shamed me because of these press photos that are now probably circulating the internet. Yeah. I'm going to look them up. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a bit embarrassing. So I did grow a mustache and um, it didn't go very well. Well, uh, thanks for bringing that trauma back. Director <laughs> should have listened to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Abu Bakr Sinley mustache. You Sorry. know your hair. <laughs> you know your hair. You know your hair better than, Dude, than the director man. does. Oh, man. And, uh, I see some photos of you with with some some stash going on. Yeah. Can I just say, uh, note, those are edited. Oh, are they? Yeah, those are like, I remember those headshots being taken, and I remember being like, damn, that's a thick mustache and beard, like, goatee, damn, I look good in yeah. that. And I remember trying to grow it myself and being like, yeah, that's, uh, that's an edited headshot to make me look good. Basically, someone that's, just uh, took, someone just took a, a Photoshop yeah, and just drew on Abu's uh and There's goatee. multiple. Yeah, it's the, the reverse there's Henry Cavill thing. I'm just saying, actors' headshots, man, all edited. Just saying, guys. Just saying. Yeah. Yeah, I, I understand because in a lot of the photos you'll find of me online, my body has been touched up to make it look sort of, you know, really, really kind of sleek and uh, and taut. Mm. And uh, that's not me, you guys. That's I've had uh, I employ a team of social media editors to create that effect. Hmm. I also take a highly addric- addictive drug called Lepizor to uh, maintain weight loss. Unfortunately, it causes chronic diarrhea. Wait, is it just a Jared? Is it is it just a very powerful laxative? Yeah, I feel like it's what they all are. In Wait, the hold end, on. Right? Let me let me look at the box. Holy shit, it is just a laxative. <laughs> hey, wait, that's its tagline. <laughs> <laughs> Lepizor. Uh, it's just a laxative. Oh, uh, Josephine, you like you like uh, a mustache, right? Doesn't uh doesn't your Yeah. yeah. Uh my wife yes, doesn't yeah, like you... a, my wife doesn't like a mustache. She's like okay. get get that out of there. Yeah, I don't enjoy it near my face. Uh-huh. Um, hmm. like, I don't like, I'm constantly like when he's trying to give me a kiss or anything, I'm like, I'm very dramatic about it. Like even a kiss on the cheek or whatever. I'm just like, Oh, um, 
Because, man, it's spiky. It's like just getting little needles jabbed into you as they're like, you know, partner well, you're or someone. To, you're supposed to like it because it's a man and it's rough. It hurts. Uh, yeah. But he, his facial hair is like immediately back. He'll shave and it's just immediately back. It's It just doesn't last very long. Like, so yeah. I've just grown to accept it. I mean, looks what you know, looks wise. I don't have a preference. It look looks great no matter what. Right. But yeah. It hurts. It hurts me physically. Hurts. Let's do this. Ow. Abu and Ross and I, let's all grow a mustache by next episode. Okay, great. Okay. And just see how it looks. Just don't shave between now and then. Just don't shave between now and next episode. Well, you can you can shave around in your chin and your cheeks. You just can't shave your mustache. Okay, Great. cool. And then whoever okay. has the best mustache is the GM. <laughs> I'm going to be really embarrassed if you guys don't show up with a mustache next week. Oh, man, this is a great challenge. This is a great, you know, the game within the game. You know, we got to keep right. this interesting for us. Should we bet money on this? Y'all no, you've bet- already said you've, you've bet more than money. You've bet the GM status. That's right. That's right. Okay. So whoever has the biggest, most impressive mustache in a week's time is the new game master of Haunted City. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> These yeah. don't look good for me. I, I feel like months go by and my mustache still only gets to teenage boy level. Yeah, I, I, can't, I can't wait to show the world my wispy mustache. Yeah. Yeah. It's, you guys, I'm just going to have one painted on and try to trick you. <laughs> yeah. It's a long, awkward phase. Some might say it's all awkward phase. This is where so Josephine just comes in with like a full on beard, like yeah. Kratos beard. Be like, right. Yeah. I'm the We're, GM. I don't now. even know. We're going to come in wispy. <laughs> She's going to roll on my ZZ top. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, guys, all I can say to that is a thousand years ago, this was a land of beauty and magic. Then came the cataclysm that blotted out the sun and ripped open the gates to the land of the dead. The city of Duskfall is a metropolis of tenements and factories surrounded by crackling lightning barriers. Mm. Outside the city is a wasteland of ravening undead and Mm -hmm. a bunch of Severosi guys that just got their asses handed to them. (laughs) Inside the city is a teeming hive of scum and villainy, intrigue and corruption. Life is cheap in a city ruled by death. The sun is gone. The only thing that shines in Duskfall are the blades in the dark. The only thing that shines. The only thing that shines. That always tries to throw me. Okay. (laughs) Welcome back to Haunted City, and we're going to get into our game right now. Here's what has happened in recent episodes. Our group... We're first targeting the Leviathan Hunters at the beginning of the season. They found out about Lord Strangford, who has been affected by his dealings with demons out in the Void Sea. They were kind of trying to sell that information, and they have made a enemy of the Leviathan Hunters. Meanwhile, they are dealing with dissension within their ranks. Ecphelia loves Juliet, but Juliet is starting to love Valkos and wants to destroy Ecphelia. Ecphelia has learned this and is making plans to take, Ec- uh, sorry, to take Juliet's spirit and put it in Valkos's body and create another vampire. There, it's not that confusing. Yeah, you've yeah. been following along. You know what's going on. In our last episode, they went on a score out into the Deathlands and 
beat up some silver nails, a gang full of Severosi mercenaries who hunt ghosts. It ended very badly for the silver nails, and it once again <clears throat> cemented this dysfunctional sort of status quo among the remnant. It appears that it's Valkos and Juliet versus Ecphelia, but they don't quite know that both of them are gunning for each other yet. Let's get right back into our game by doing downtime as we always do with XP. So, my friends, <laughs> let us start with, I think, Valkos. Why not? Oh, okay. Valkos, looks like you recorded... I had three, I th- no, two, two um, desperate roles. Yeah. And yeah. do you want to put that into your Yes, I uh, do. Playbook? Playbook advancement, absolutely. Okay, great. Great, Get and then um, addressed a challenge with violence or coercion. Now, here's Definitely what... violence. When did you asked, use... Oh, you asked a guy. Horse. Okay, take yeah. one. Take one. I actually thought it was cool that you kind of used a lot of trickery and... Uh, I tried really to. tried talking at the very <laughs> beginning. But no, I mean, it really showed me that these characters are kind of growing in a way. Like, they're, yeah. tr- they're trying to use different... They're not doing the same behavior over and over and expecting a different response. They're actually trying different behaviors. You expressed your beliefs, drives, heritage, or background big time. This was a Severosi mission, and you used it in your tactics. Take two. And you struggled with issues from your vice or traumas during the session. I have to be honest... I don't your, think I did. Your I vice think I helped used you. It. Yeah, that's yeah. the thing. I used it for my for I, I almost took it as my advantage rather than anything else. So I don't think yeah. I did. No, that's not good. Yeah, you're right. That's not going to count for you. So that yeah. is Valkos. Good work, Valkos. Let's look at Juliet. Juliet. Oh wait, hold on. Wait, 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 I mean, Juliet. Put your sheet away. Put I'm it so down. Sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. No problem. Now, no problem. This is just this is just me being. I don't know. Maybe maybe a bit overstepping, but if we're playing into this gang being, I don't know, maybe vengeful, playing into rivalry there, maybe uh, would it trigger? Was this? One? Were you getting revenge against the Silver Nails? Is that what you're saying? Like, I mean, like you know, it's it's. I've got some beef with my with my people, don't I? So you're, I guess you're talking about not my people, but oh, you, you know, because yeah. the fact that. It, uh, payback against someone who harmed you or somebody yeah. did they like yeah they I don't know your me. backstory they sliced and diced me man and they also also oh, they're they're also against uh, my people in 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 the uh, I, I said that when uh, yeah. when the path of echoes like all oh, the people you know these guys I'm like ha they call themselves the silver name the silver nails I mean the Sadeki Deki remember you're right mm-hmm. so this is a this is a group special ability vengeful right that we're <laughs> talking about well and it, 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 each we each have it, so it can actually stack. Mm. Right. Okay. So I think that you do take the the extra XP if that's what it oh. does. Vengeful is that, but it's on your group sheet. Is that right? That's no, right. So you, yeah, yeah. You get payback against someone, you, so you get additional XP trigger. But if your crew helped you get payback as well, you also mark crew XP. So we get so we get crew XP and an additional personal one. But it's but it's an individual ability. 
That, it's an yes. individual ability that Valkos yes. has. That Valkos has, and so does Juliet. And so does Juliet. Mm. Yeah, I mean, it, I wasn't convinced until you reminded me that you that, that we had set up fiction that they had been uh, like a rival group in mm. Severos, and that also they, they sliced and diced you right before the score started. Right. Definitely, you'd be one. Cool. You'd be gunning for them. Yeah, so, makes sense. well done. All right, it's another full playbook advancement. So I'm going to oh. take my time to pick my power. Thank there you very go. much, good sir. Um, yeah. Oh my gosh, uh, come back to me later. Wait, okay. Can well, I well, ask a question before we start um, counting these? Um, sure. Is it possible to get a fourth dot in anything? Not until we master our crew. Um, oh, the crew the has game. to get to yeah. a certain level. The cr- the, no, so yeah, the cr- there's a there's a there's an ability in the crew sheet which means mastery that allows us to get uh, the fourth dot. So we can't actually get that just by itself. I see. Okay, that's what I was wondering. Okay, cool. So maybe we should move toward that uh, on the crew sheet. But- oh my gosh, it's really hard to get on the. It's four. Yeah, it's a lot. It's four, man. It's a lot. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. So let's do Juliet Bell Rose. Juliet, how many desperate actions did you record? I did two desperate actions. Do you want to keep them where they're at, or do you want to move them into um, your I, playbook advancement? I'm gonna. Can I decide once I see how much <laughs> advancement sure. we get? You addressed a challenge with technical skill or mayhem. You certainly did that. So go ahead and take two for that because you did that a lot. You okay. expressed your beliefs, drives, heritage, or background. I feel like the final thing that you guys did used Juliet's backstory beautifully. So go ahead and take yeah. take two for that. Mm. Okay. You struggled with issues from your vice or traumas. That I don't I, know about. No, yeah. And I was going to describe that almost like it's not an official trauma, but I was going to describe, you know, what we put into background almost like a trauma. <laughs> Yeah. Thinking of uh, Ophelia, but we've already taken it. Yeah, I think so. So um, uh, that's yeah, good. I don't think your, there's anything else. Your playbook's about half full. Do you want to move any of those desperate action XP into the playbook now, or are you good with everything as it is? No, I'm. I think I'm going to keep every. You know what I am going to do? <laughs> Actually, I'm going to just move them all into <clears throat> one of the attributes instead. I'm going to take them out of the ah. playbook. Because I think there's... What is that? Four? Yeah, mm-hmm. so I'm going to advance my insight. Oh, interesting. What are you going to advance it to? Uh, I think I'm going to advance my... S- survey? Survey, up to survey. three. Yeah, up to three. Okay. Nicely done. These characters get more and more powerful, and they're just at tier two now. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that is Juliet Bell Rose. And before we find out what special ability our friend Valkos has chosen, let us look at Ekphelia. I always have to dig through Ross's characters. I think it's number three. Yeah, Ross character three. <laughs> Ekphelia, right. you had some desperate actions or no? I did. I took, I took quite a few. Yeah. Um, Do you want to keep I, them where they're at? I think they were in prowess, yeah? Yes, and I think I've maybe had one left over in resolve. Um, uh, yeah, and I think, yes, I'll keep those there. Let's see what else, what else we got here. 
Okay, great. Let's go down to the playbook advancement. Did you display your dominance or slay without mercy? I was literally an Overwatch sniper uh, firing on people from a distance. That's right. Go ahead and take an XP for that. Death from above. You express your beliefs, drives, heritage, or background. Uh, um, expressed. Uh, I'm always sort of focused on Juliet, but I don't know that that was like a very prominent mm. feature of the last one. No, I don't think it was. Let's no. move on to the next trigger. You struggled with issues from your vice traumas or strictures during the session. I don't think that that happened either. No. Okay. It was a relatively con- contained score from from Ekphelia's uh, perspective. Yeah. Yeah. Despite despite the uh, desperate um, battle that was done. Now you could move this playbook well, XP oh. of which you have. Oh, go ahead. Didn't we have like a consequence of of um. What yes, happened with where where Ekphelia could tell that like we were getting close? Yeah, you know, the- it was right at the end. Yeah, right at the end. I was like, yeah, I was. I felt their their heartbeats. This two is the of consequence hearts, two of the beat as one and, uh, of our actions. Yeah, of um, of that role. All right, you know what? What the hell? Give yourself another XP because <laughs> that was just such great role playing. Such Thank a great you. way to end the session. So, yes, uh, that brings you up to five playbook XP. You want to just keep it there? No, I'm going to move that one resolve into prowess, and I'm going to drop three from my playbook into prowess so that I can buy another dot of prowess. Okay, what are you putting that dot in? I am going to... I've been very... I've been especially violent lately, and I've been... And this, my, my most recent... Um, vampiric trait is this uh, expression of physical power. And so I think that that is beginning to manifest in the live little body of, of uh, Ekapragwodi is becoming more of a weapon. So I'm going to drop it into skirmish. Nice. <laughs> All right. Time for payoff. All right. So let me bring up the crew sheet and let's talk about. Oh, no, we, I forgot Abu. What mm. do you know? What special ability you're going to take? I do tough as nails from the hunt mm. from the hound, which is penalties from harm are one level less severe. Nice! Damn. Holy That's shit! Very cool. Oh my god, this character Hard is getting kill. harder and yeah, he's harder and harder to hurt. Okay. Oh, I'll just could hit- um, could vengeful have uh, applied for me since you got payback against someone who harmed someone I care about? That's what it says. It says you or someone you care about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> oh, he hates it. He does hate it, but... You guys. <laughs> you damn guys. Okay. <laughs> you little scamps. So, you scamps. Here we go. We're bringing up that shadow sheet. And we're going to look at the XP for the crew. I needed to do that before payout. I, I, anytime I do downtime, I'm always like, like at the very beginning, I'm like, okay, let's do downtime activities. Uh, wait, let's do uh, payout. <laughs> I mean, wait, let's do the rest of XP. Okay, so the rest of XP uh, goes thusly. You can mark crew XP for vengeance, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's two, technically. But was it did it did they harm your crew or did they just harm Valkyrie? No, because it's it's essentially um 
Hold on, let me read it again. So if your crew helped you get payback, yeah. also mark crew. So they're technically... Okay, so I'd say actually yeah. one then. One, one, yeah. Yeah. Yes, I agree. Okay, so I'm giving yeah. them one more. Uh, and then it's, uh, did you execute a successful burglary, espionage, robbery, or sabotage operation? Mm. Now, no. I know you probably say no. <laughs> However, no. but no, but I, no, we didn't. And I agree. However, uh, I'm just, this is for the players out there who would be like, but they typically did sabotage the operation of them trying to find the tunnels. Yes, but it was an assault. So just saying this is, you know, player and GM working together. Okay. Yeah. Just, just saying that, just saying it out there for the people out there who, who despise you as GM. Thanks. All right. Go on. Yeah. Continue. Now, there, fair. there are a few of them out there. Uh, and, uh, I'm glad that we can please them as well. You want know to I mean? So, we've got to please everyone, right? No, mm-hmm. I, I mean, you did sabotage their operation, but it wasn't but we like. We attacked them full on. We didn't like. Uh, you did. You know, it was drug war. horses. You know what if I mean? You had, if, yeah, if you had somehow made their operation unsuccessful without like just, you know, killing them, then it? maybe it right. would be a sabotage. Right. But I'm afraid I'm going to say no. Did you contend with challenges above your station? Yeah, mm-hmm. one tier above. Take a, take, take a blip for that. Did you bolster your crew's reputation or develop a new one? I don't think so because I, I, I'm going to tell you why. I think the heat is going to be very contained because you were all out in the Deathlands, right? Okay. And you Question. also actually had a Ministry of Preservation person sort of tacitly helping you. Yes. What is your question? Um, was, did the guy because did the guy that I uh, left floating like mm-hmm. did he make it? Did you know, like as far as bolstering your reputation, did someone make it out or did they all die? So the guy that you left floating is currently floating overnight market. And um, <laughs> he hasn't eaten in four days. So Jeez. he is uh, unconscious and he's dying. He's slowly starving to death in the skies okay. of Duskfall. That's, uh, that's wow, it's kind of a bummer that you brought that up, Josephine. Jeez. <laughs> I just wanted to bolster our reputation. Yes, Jesus. well, instead you starved a man to death. Oh, Did you express the goals, drives, inner conflict, and essential nature of the crew? I'm gonna say yes, because you stopped, uh, you, you were working for your main patron. You allied yourselves with ghosts against mm-hmm. ghost hunters. That's what this crew has been about the whole time. Mm-hmm. Take two for that. Your crew advancement is half full. So right. well done. And, uh, and now we can go to rep, okay? So you earn two rep per score by default. I already have your turf counted, by the way. So with that two rep, you only need one more to fill your rep counter. And um, let's see. Take one plus one rep per tier higher that you dealt with. So that's another oh. rep. It's so full. Your rep counter is full already. Oh. So. Do we go to strong automatically? I you have to pay. I think that you go to strong automatically. Hell yeah! So you're too Ooh. strong. Uh, yeah. Okay. So uh, let's see here. You need 12 rep to fill the rep tracker. If your hold is weak, it becomes strong. Reset your rep to zero. You did it. Awesome! Wow. Hell yeah. I think, was that in one score? Yeah. Or, no, or it wasn't two? one score. It was two. Yeah. Two. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, these were big, wild, crazy scores, so uh, good on you. Congratulations. Welcome to Tier 2 Strong. 
Okay. So that was rep. Then there's the small matter of how much the Path of Echoes offered you. And I think they offered you uh, six, but they wouldn't take their cut. Yeah. So we can go ahead and add six coin to your vault. I can can do that for you. One, two, three, four, five, six. Okay. So uh, you're you're doing really well on coin. If anybody wants to take some out and put it into their stash, now's a good time because you're doing very well on coin. I'm taking two. uh, (laughs) Oh, wow. Okay. Oh, Uh, I do... I mean, oh, unless... Take, take, take two of our hard-earned coin. Uh, no, it's, it's totally fine. Actually, no, I'm going to take two, two. <laughs> I mean, if everybody's doing it, then... Yeah. <laughs> okay, did everybody take two coin out of the, out of the vaults? Yes. I'll take it. And you're putting it into your, your stashes, right? The retirement I'm fund, keeping right? one on me, and I'm putting one in the stash. Okay. Yeah, the same. Okay, great. Okay. I'm going to do that quick and dirty. I, we, we'll, we will touch base with the Path of Echoes soon, but suffice to say that they paid you as they promised they would. And now let's go to Heat. And for Heat, I'm going to be a really sweetie, a sweetie pie GM today. I think it was out in the Deathlands. I think it was executed quickly with minimum eyes on you. I'm going to give you two Heat contained standard exposure. Um, I don't think that they are particularly high profile or well connected. And uh, yeah, so two heat. Okay. I'm adding okay. those for you. Ross, did you want to take two coins as well? I did. You, did you already mark it? I did. Out of the crew? I took it out of the crew and put it on my on my, on my my playbook. Yes. And, did you, uh, and, uh, did yeah, you also? Yeah, Jared did. Yeah, I did as well. Wait, one, two, one, two. Oh. Everybody good? Are we ready for entanglements? Yeah. Okay, so your your wanted level is still at one, where you got it down after you were incarcerated. So, um, let's see here. It's not bad at all. Uh, your wanted level is one. I'm going to roll one die. Your heat is currently two. I'm going to roll one die on the zero to three heat entanglement chart. Bang! That's a five. Rivals or Unquiet Dead? I'll be deciding which one happens to you, my friends. A neutral faction throws their weight around. They threaten you. A friend or a contact or one of your vice purveyors forfeit or Unquiet Dead. A rogue spirit is drawn to you. Perhaps it's a past victim. Acquire the spirit uh, services of a whisper or railjack to attempt to destroy or banish it or deal with it yourself. Hmm. Huh. Hmm. I mean, it makes sense that the unquiet dead would be a problem after that last score. Doesn't we help them. Yeah, we did help. Well, that's why they. Li- that's why they like you. <laughs> <laughs> that's why they like you. And so here's what I'm going to say. You guys have two fine cavalry horses right now <laughs> that, that you stole in this mm. score. And boy, they would be worth so much to sell, or they'd be excellent steeds to use in your own jobs. But right now, every once in a while, they start speaking in tongues, and green (laughs) ectoplasm (laughs) pours out of their mouth, and their (laughs) eyes glow. 
So there's definitely some sort of possession issue with these fine cavalry steeds. They are not yet pure loot or pure equipment that you can use. You need to find some way of dealing with their infected by spirit (laughs) status. I have an idea. I love that. What are you going to do? I'm going to take them to our good friend, the Builder. Hmm. All right. Well, you can't really make them climb up all the way up that building no, to where no. where the temple is. <laughs> you want us oh, to no, call I'll Seliak? See, I'll go to Seliak. Mm-hmm. Seliak, you meet him at the foot of your tower. Oh, by the way, Ross, you're now playing Seliak. Um, <laughs> and uh, and Valkos shows up with two fine steeds. Valkos, what do you have to say to Seliak? Seliak. It's been a time, a long, long time. It has been a time. And you, I think, have been busy. I heard news lately of your unfortunate incarceration. Yes. Yes, it has been a a tricky time, but... What is life but ever so tricky? Hey, look, I have two steeds here, both possessed with a spirit, um, which we, uh, may have acquired from the, uh, from the lands of the dead. I, uh, acquire them to be, um, or require them to be depossessed or, uh, exercised as... Some people would say. However, I have a better option. I will give you one of these steeds. They fetch a pretty penny for some form of be it truce or some form of alignment between us, the remnant, and you and the builder. I mean, if my I memories... show my tattoo, mm-hmm. what better part is it, rather than a human part, than maybe one of an animal full of power that rides the lands of the dead? You have at one time been his hand. And indeed, these um, these beasts possess ample strength and material for our great purpose. Tenanted as they are by the unquiet spirits that I sense within them. As indeed, I can tell you have been a vessel and continue to be a knight's. I can tell you've been outside the walls, Valkors. Even though you're not currently possessed, it is palpable that you have been wandering amongst them. But you wish to strike a deal, to come to some accord with my patron and myself. Whereas if memory serves, it was 
You who did not wish to be associated with my particular organization. It was you who walked out when I offered my services to you to join in a prolonged accord and friendship with my patron. What services do you have to offer besides this bestowment of material? Are you seeking to rejoin our great labor? Sadiak, my dear friend, I believe that we have always been aligned in some way, shape, or form. You and I that both I understand deny. the freedom and the, and the potency of spirit. This I cannot yes. deny. Yes. And so I ask you, Seriak, to connect to that. Look into my eyes deeply and tell me, what do you see? Do you see a man here who is an enemy? Who sees you as scum or villainy or do you see a man here who understands where you are coming from I did as you rightly said join you I offered my hands I gave you my hands we are not enemies yes our paths may have strayed but remember we still come from the same hair So, let's okay. resolve this. Yeah. All right, is Celiac willing to take a horse, exercise the other one, and say, I, I think what you're looking for is a non-aggression pact. Is that right, Valkos? Pretty like, much. You guys just won't make a move against the remnant. Okay. Um. This is old-fashioned. People trading horses. Horse Damn. trading. Yeah. 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 Yeah, um non-aggression. There there is the there is the matter of like uh what Celiac maybe considers aggression. <laughs> and I mean uh, yeah, I mean he might not even view what he's doing in terms of a gang that takes turf for you know what yeah. I mean? So I'm so <clears throat> Yeah, uh and I think what you hear is the like I cannot help but admit that I felt a certain sense of personal betrayal when the hand that you so faithfully offered to my patron was put to other uses. But your spirit is your own. Yes. We are no longer in the petty business of Enlarging our reputation, no longer in the in the pedestrian work of accumulation of riches and finery. We are about a deeper business. You have nothing to fear from us. I will take your horse, and I, he's like stroking its flank. It's like. Yes, there is ample material here for my patron. <laughs> and 
And for that, perhaps these spirits may be uh, sung to a more quiet rest. And you may have the other. And so Seljak is going to use his whisperer skills to quiet the spirit within the horse, which you may name Valkos. You're not sure what its name was. But what I will say about this horse is that to the end of its days, it never stops sometimes like cocking its head and being like, I'll chew on your mother's bones. (laughs) (laughs) Saying something creepy like that. Great. Yeah. I'll call it... uh... Ulf. Ulf? Ulf. That's, that's Ulf. hilarious because there's a there's an NPC in Blades of the Dolph named Ulf Ironborn. And if he ever finds out you named a horse after him, <laughs> I am curious to see what his uh, feeling will be on that. But yeah. the, the horse's name is now Ulf. Ulf. Okay. So that was our entanglement and it is dealt with, which means we are all the way to downtime activities where... Something is maybe going to happen this session, but let's start. Let's not go straight to the danger zone. Let's start with a downtime activity for Juliette Belrose. Um, okay. Uh, all right. Before, before any viewers are like, why aren't you prepping for defense or something? Juliet does not know, right? We yes. established this last downtime that I don't suspect being yeah. hurt. In Juliet's this, gunning, so. for, gunning for Ekphelia, but does not realize yeah. that Ekphelia is gunning for her. Yeah, and I've got the things that I made, you know. I am going to... See, we don't need to decrease heat. Like, our heat's good on the crew side. I think I'm going to hold off on my stress until my second downtime because it's a very specific activity. And so I think for... You don't have any harm, do you? You're without harm. I do. I have one, like, plasm-soaked, which I think we'd said, like, affects, like, my mental something. Yes, so I suppose yeah. I could... Yeah, I could tinker some harm away. Yeah, I should be. Yeah, you want to do not? that? I have the opportunity to. Yeah, let's might let's be tinker. Impor- might be important to get that harm tracker completely yes. clear. Okay, yeah. go ahead and you can roll your tinker because you have the physiker special ability, and right. you can see how much you get off of. I mean, how much you're able to feel fill your healing clock. Yes, and oof, five. Five. Okay, so with a five, you put two segments onto your healing clock. Okay. Which I think was empty, wasn't it? Yeah, it was empty. Okay, so you've been using a, a variety of salves and oils to try to get the plasm resonance that has gotten under your skin cleaned um, off of it. Well, might as well use the, the coin and just heal again, just to continue. That way it can just do another roll. Yeah, spending a, a spending a coin, it, it doesn't allow you to he, uh, take another roll. It just ups no. the result, right? Well, I was just yeah. uh, for an extra downtime activity is rather what I was meaning. Ah, okay. Um, yes, I think you can do that. So go Isn't ahead that, and... 
Um, you can also up the result. You can up the result. I could, but it'd it only be you. the three. I think it'd be better for me to try and roll again right, with four dice. Okay, I think. No, no, that makes sense. That makes sense. Each additional activity costs one coin or one rep. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So I figured I'd just roll it in right now since it's. Yeah. Sounds so good. So spend that coin and just keep tinkering away and try this again. Let's see. Hopefully with a better roll. Four. 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 Four, which means that you recover, again, two more segments. Okay, see, it was better to... Yeah. So it's filled up. So I lose my plasm-soaked state, which... I don't know, maybe just take, like, a really good Alkahest bath. Yeah, you're in, like, a bath of, like, weird chemicals. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I love that. Uh, And you finally get the plasm out of your your soft tissues. Yeah. And are no longer uh, (laughs) suffering from spiritual static. Mm -hmm. All right, very well done. That is Juliette Bellrose. Now let us move to Valkos. Mm. I, I too, will also heal. Um, Now, what do I roll for healing? You, do you want you, metal? You need to use your yeah. physiker, and that in this case is Juliette Bell Rose. Yes. So what? How, how, so I also get plus one die as well for my vigorous on, on healing. Ability. Yeah. Great. So, so I'll add two dice. Okay. Awesome. To this. That's a huge, big ass roll. It is. Six. A six. So a six. A six is three segments. And that gets rid of my sliced and diced, baby. Mm. Thank you. Okay. Right. So Juliet and Valkos are spending their much needed downtime. In a bath together. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Okay. You said it, I didn't. Uh, All right. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, I mean, uh, they're in love. Uh, Clearly they're in love (laughs) and they are... They are recuperating, they're healing their wounds, and while they're doing that, Ekphelia, what downtime activity would you like to engage in? Well, first I'll, I'm going to hunt to get my stress down somewhat. Okay, great. That's my first activity. Okay. Um, here we go. Let's see how well this goes oh, for, for me. I know, I'm... <laughs> Four, okay. That ain't, that ain't nothing. One, two... Okay. Um, Who do you think you fed on? And I would say with a four, you probably didn't kill them. No, no. Um, <clears throat> yes, perhaps. Uh, perhaps this was just a uh, a tradesperson, um, and let's say maybe maybe in night market, slipping out in a cramped alley, like uh, smoking a little cheroot cigar or something is out there the glowing ember and then just out of the shadows a face like got a light ducky and then um and then uh and you know the rest and then that yeah. person is maybe just like after like the, a swinging lamp up above reveals their face with a empty smile um as though they have been somewhat enervated by an arcane force Uh, And that is a downtime activity. And shall we go around again before we hit on Ekphelia's next downtime activity? Why why (laughs) don't we? (laughs) Excuse me. Um, Should 
I, so my my next one is going to be um, indulging my vice, which is going to the fighting ring. Shall I do that right? As uh, I think that that I think that makes sense. That's uh, we'll we'll make it all work. It, you yeah. know, it, it, yeah. it, it all makes sense. So um, you're going to go fight yourself into a stupor, right? Yeah. All right. Um, you go back to the gray cloaks fighting pit. And uh, they have a lot of questions for you. Hutch and the others are asking you about what you've been doing lately. Do you think Juliet shares openly with them, or do you think she's kind of like keeps her business to herself, or what do you think? Um, I think she covers it as saying, you know, like we've been laying low as you told us to. That's why you haven't heard. That's great, and um, they have a variety of people for her to go up against. It's like a an, uh, they do tournaments. And so, why don't you go ahead and roll your vice? Your uh, it's your uh, lowest attribute, indulge. right? Oh yeah, I'll just hit the indulge vice button. I assume. Oh, oh, dang! Oh. I rolled a six. Yeah, which and takes you me. Take you down, down to one to stress. One. All right, nicely done. Oh yeah, I feel so good in fighting rings. They really do well for me. They would never betray wow. me. This space is my space. Yeah. Yes, I oh, think nice. that what's happening is you're just really getting into flow state. Like, yeah, you know, one blow after another is hitting you, and you you just completely stop thinking and you start yeah. moving purely on instinct. And of course, uh, this means you've been beaten into a stupor since that is the vice. So the blows are really <laughs> raining down. That's a good thing. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and uh, having, but you are at only one stress now. And uh, mm-hmm. now going over to Valkos, what is your next downtime activity? I guess I would have received the money from the Path of Echoes, and I would have indulged my vice there. Okay, um, very good. So that is you've been you've been playing do. you've been playing chess with a particular spirit. Do mm. you want to continue that experiment? Well, I think, I think, yeah, I think I probably actually. You know what? Yeah, what's going to happen is I'm going to take the gold and uh, from the uh, from the path of echoes, and they probably would have offered to indulge myself there, but I'm like, I have a, a, a another space, or like I'll be like, not today. I I feel, I feel like I'm, you know, I feel all right, kind of, even though I'm slightly stressed. I feel like I'm, I've, I've got, an, I've got another place to get to. I've got, I'm, I'm, I've got, not got. I haven't got any time. I'm going to go and play some chess with my good old friend. I keep forgetting his name. I, Iden I, with. Iden with. Yes. Iden with. And I roll a three, but I'm going to add two with my functioning vice. Right. Yeah. Five. That's awesome. And so that takes off five. So now I've so got one stress. Good. So, yeah. Uh, again, it, it's like hard to get through to this particular spirit and you're not sure whether it's just difficulty attuning or whether this is some sort of test from this spirit but this time you pull out the game at the last minute and you win again you you've beat him several times and you get a brief vision he manifests to you for a moment and he comes close to you and says, the game isn't over. Your enemies are moving into check position. What? Wait, what? It's time to move your pawns. And he's gone. 
so dash the fuck out of there. <laughs> uh, you dash the fuck out of there, and where? What are you going to find? Well, I think I'm. I'm gonna. I'm gonna try and talk to Juliet and talk to her about what the fuck's just happened. Valkos is headed to Six Towers to the uh, fighting pit. Yeah. And uh, now it is Ekphelia's turn for a downtime activity. And you even picture Ekphelia there in the in the in the fighting ring uh, as the gray cloaks and the patrons move around, watching Marlene uh, uh, dodge, weave, and bludgeon Juliet Belrose. And um, I am going to continue my long-term project. Okay. Um, so the final. As, as we've established, like we've, we've put Marlene in place to subdue, uh, Juliet. We have a, uh, lower tiered gray cloak to take her out of the building under the auspices of healing her. We have set up, um, a rendezvous with Celia Khan at the uh, Basilica of the Builder where her head will be taken and the spirit will be given to me. Seems to me that the final portion of this is the Valkos transfer. Um, and I think maybe that that has to do especially with um, s- sedating or getting Valkos into a pliant state of mind. So I think I've maybe hopefully procured um like a like a duskfall speedball of black lotus and trance powder that um that uh, Valkos can be subdued and the spirit can be placed within them and then can be kept in sort of suspended animation until the change has been fully wrought. Ah, uh, great! Is there a way to? not roll any segments. No, a one to three will give you one segment, which will complete this. So, just tell me what action you're using. I still want to kind of see what action are you using to create your Duskfall Speedball? <laughs> the Duskfall <laughs> Speedball, baby. Um, I think uh, I need to see a... I mean, I need to see a drug dealer, so I'm gonna go to... I'm gonna consort. Okay, great. Give me that consort roll. <laughs> oh my god. That's, that would be a critical failure. It was double ones. It would be if it were an action roll, but this is a long-term project roll. Oh if my you roll gosh. one to three, you get oh one segment. Lord. So, even though, Ekphelia, your specialty isn't drug dealing, and even though you're not really sure of the quality of this Duskfall speedball, this drug mm-hmm. cocktail, you have succe- successfully procured something that you believe will knock out our friend Valkos and put him into a sort of a state of temporary suspended animation. Your long-term project is complete. Thank you for explaining the entire plan to me and the, uh, and the audience. So now it's time to see how well it all goes off. How should we handle this? Because Normally, a long-term project would just happen. But in this particular case, it feels like there's stuff that, that could happen to 
Juliet, you know, yeah. that she would have a say in. For example, step one, Marlene beating her. I want to give credit to our friend Akphelia for setting all this up perfectly, which Akphelia did, but I also want to give Juliet a fighting chance. So Juliet, how do you totally how do you fair. think it would be fair to deal with this? Oh man, this almost feels like a score. <laughs> like we should should it become uh, a score? It feels like a score, like to overcome. There's all these steps to, you know. It does, and everybody's had two downtime activities, right? Mm-hmm. Well, I've got one more left, so, so do I. So does Akphelia. <laughs> Would you guys like to do those downtime activities? And then we, the only problem is it's not quite a score because there's not really right. an approach and a detail, and yeah. there's two sides. It's free play. Oh, it's definitely okay. free play. And free play can happen anytime, even in between downtime activities. We could do yeah. something with, like, contested fortune rolls, too, maybe. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. Um, we I could, think what we could do is we could do contested rules and you can give some bonuses to Ekphelia's side for having done this long-term yeah. project. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But maybe also to, to in, in not to advocate for, but like, I don't, I want to, I don't know, maybe, and, and there may be bonuses that, uh, that may come into play with the special skills and lucky roles of, uh, Juliet and Valkos as well. But yeah, let's let's take our shall we take our other two downtimes? Let's do it. Let's do All it. Right. Okay, other two downtimes. Let's do that first. Uh, but Marlene is in the ring with Juliet as we mm-hmm. get into this. Okay, um, but you could have taken this downtime earlier. So let's right, start right. with Valkos. What third downtime activity? What do you want to do? You said get my pawns in place. So I'm going to acquire another asset, which is another person, another vampire hunter. Oh, you're going to get two. more than one. You got Tiff <laughs> Taylor. Tiff Taylor, our first vampire hunter. But also, we're getting a, we're getting a backup. Yeah, that's All it. All right. You need to roll your cruise tier. Just and that two. is a two, yeah. It's a roll two die, right? That's right. Okay. I'm just going to roll my resolve. Because it is. It feels... It feels... Actually, no. More insight, actually. Okay. Let's do it. Ooh, a six. Six. Ooh. You get a tier plus one vampire hunter. You've got a and tier I'm, three vampire ooh. hunter. I'm gonna add. I'm gonna give my coin to make it tier four. Oh wow! Yeah, incredible. Okay. Uh, wow. So you have Tiff Taylor, who you were like, I probably should have somebody else. Yes. <laughs> and you also get. Let's see who this person is. Oh, of course, my name generator is a betraying me. <laughs> you gonna Load, beat Tiff you bastard. Come on now. All right, I'm going to have to come up with the name off the top of my head. Alan Deming. No, uh, uh, let's call him uh, Deming Fry. Actually, I like that name. Deming Fry. Deming Fry. Deming Fry. Deming Fry. Deming Fry. Love it. And Deming Fry. Uh, Deming Fry. Uh, Got in, came to you because you were still asking around and was like I heard you've hired the services of the tailor woman <laughs> yes yes I have that will be a disaster darling <laughs> lovely the woman yes. doesn't know the 19 techniques of vanquishment 19 techniques who are you you haven't heard of my book. And he throws down a book that says <laughs> the, yes. 19, the 19 Techniques of Vanquishment. 
Are you a vampire hunter? <laughs> Am I a vampire hunter? I've also destroyed lycanthropes. Hollows by the score. Sir, I am not a vampire hunter. I am a monster hunter. (laughs) (laughs) Amazing. Then I require your services for the monster that we are hunting. Sir, you do require my services. Without me, this thing will continue to prey on the city. And I can't have that on principle. My fee, however is uh, all collected and described in this bill that I'm about to hand you. (laughs) And I will need a down payment. Right. What's your payment? Uh, Well, let's see. You successfully acquired the asset and you spent two coin, didn't you, to do it? Yeah. So you paid it. Okay, great. That's the, yeah. Um, All right, Deming Fry, you've acquired him, him and Tiff Taylor. Oof. Uh, and uh, uh, perhaps you uh, you uh, send a messenger to tell them to meet you at the Great Cloak's Ring, or where do you want to put them? Yeah, I'd send them to the Great Cloak's Ring. We all go to the Great Cloak's Ring. Well, I, 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 actually, no, I wouldn't send them to the Great Cloak's Ring because I don't know that anything's going to happen there. I suspect what I will do is I will kind of give them... I'm going to go to the Great Cloak's Ring by myself because I think that I wouldn't suspect that Ophelia would be there. Um... And you just really? told Tiff to to keep an eye on, like, wasn't yeah, Tiff just watch, sort of like waiting watch. in the rain, yeah, like just to in watch case? Ekphelia, yeah. So I think I would essentially send them both to watch Ekphelia. So wherever, Ekphelia, so wherever they're there. there, so they're yeah, okay. there. So there. Um, okay. So while Ekphelia is carefully watching Marlene and Juliette in the ring, Tiff Taylor is going like, "Hey, there he is." Yes, I see him, darling. <laughs> and by the way, it's an it. It in no way anymore resembles anything close to humanity. Of course, I mean, I only call it, I mean, yeah. <laughs> oh, God. A tier four and a tier two. This is brilliant. Um, so, t- t- so you've given Deming Fry a sidekick. All right. Uh, two vampire hunters are in the building. And now we go to Ekphelia's third downtime. No, Ekphelia still has a third downtime activity. I get three because of my sinister guile. Um, Okay. Mm. That asset requirement was very wise (laughs) and crafty. Um, Yeah, you can go back in time a bit too, you know. Of course. Absolutely. Um, hmm. Hmm. I, I feel like I, Ross I have, is about to acquire an anti-vampire hunter. <laughs> I, that's that's like, of course, you, when you do a vampire like, that's, hunter hunter. That's, that's like the the thing. But right? How much have you? How much have you acquired? Because you don't know the plans are put in place. You just know that we are madly in love, right? Or what? I don't know exactly. I don't what know. What did you glean? Okay. I um I think I learned a lot, but I I think the what, thing the main takeaway to... was that you were planning to burn me, or that there was talk that you were that <sighs> I was feeling threatened that there that there was a plan in place, but I don't know its every detail. Okay. Um, yes. Um. Cool. Um. Acquire an asset. <laughs> 
Yes, arms I will. race. Arms race. <laughs> arms it's an arms race. It's an arms race. Um, I will acquire an asset. Uh, actually, um, I'm, I want to acquire not a not a human asset. I want to qu- acquire a spectral asset. I oh, want. Wow. I want to get a. Um, Valkos's weakness is ghosts. Or, or not mid, he's his ghost fighter, but he also, you know, goes oh, dabbles with them. So I feel like there may be something to having a a spiritual bodyguard of some kind. Yeah, that um, makes sense. Uh, so that is what I'd like. I'd like to get a help, get a whisper to uh, have a. I would like a devoted ghostly retainer. <laughs> Excellent. Oh man. Excellent. Acquire, cool. acquire, That's my friend. Cool. You roll your tier. Which is three? Two. 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 I'm sorry, yes. Yep. We so, wish. I know, <laughs> yeah, right? I know. Right? Okay, so I'm just going to roll 2d6. Yeah. Here we go. Uh, three. A three and a one. So three is your high roll. And that is that's minus not one. that's not great. It's tier no. minus one. So you have a level one, a tier one ghost okay. following you around. Uh, and um, it, 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 it is a blurry kind of like thin, translucent shade. It's the best you could get on short notice from a whisper. You're not even quite sure. It's like it's not gendered. It's not. It, 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 it's just like this hazy kind of like silhouette that you sometimes detect in the corner of your vision, but it is following you. It's like a shadow that follows you. Yeah, maybe the, uh, uh, maybe just to retcon a little that like this was um a uh, maybe a form whoever that tradesman was that I that I sucked some life out of earlier. This was following them around, and I've like coaxed it away and it's oh, now following me around great yeah <laughs> yeah a- absolutely and it's the kind of and i may be trying to just get it to possess intervene if i'm feeling uh threatened very good you have a tier one ghost and uh we'll just call it the ghost for right now because it, with the it, most it doesn't really have a lot of uh, detail or personality it's still mostly over in the spirit realm mm-hmm. and so now we must determine how we're going to do this so right. oh I, I would say off the top of my head I would say Juliet should get a chance in the fight right but Marlene should get Marlene being a rival of a tier 2 crew is at least tier 2 but Marlene should get extra dice because yeah. Marlene is part of a Powerful and complex plan. plot, yeah, an elaborate That's what plan. I think. Yeah, that mm. seems fair. So let's. I have an idea. Let's do this, okay? Why don't we have? Why don't we have Ecfilio roll an action to give Marlene directions on how to beat, how to beat Juliet, and okay. the the result of the roll will determine how many extra dice Marlene gets. Oh, is that fair? Yeah. Okay. I mean, what action would you use to direct Marlene in this way? Okay. Um, I mean, I we even had that little scenelet of uh, of me 
kind of bending her ear. Uh, so I think, I mean, I, I want to say sway because that's helpful to me. Right. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, and, I think. And uh, so maybe, you know, with sway, it's not so much of like pointing out weaknesses or giving her strategy. It's like getting her psyched up, which is kind of what you did before. You got Marlene like mm. excited for vengeance against Ju- Juliet, right? Uh-huh. Oh, actually, how about this? How about instead it's a prowl and and it's a uh, directing her how to um, put something into her weapons, like subtly um, poison the edge of a blade, put a put a put a piece of lead oh, into a glove. Um, so it's more of a more of a sabotage kind of thing like that. Yeah, that <sighs> sounds like something Akaprag Wodi would know how to do. So yeah. Akaprag Wodi, use your prow to teach Marlene how to palm a heavy piece of lead into her glove. Here we go. Mm. Four is my best result. Four. So I'm going to go uh, with uh, one of these like other things that say, you know, if you roll a four, you get this much or whatever. Yeah. So let's see. Uh, a four or five gives you two gives you two more dice. So she okay. is going to roll <clears throat> four dice in her attack against you. And the fight has begun. And this is skirmish, and yeah. This is skirmish for you. And she's smiling like she knows something, Juliet, as she comes yeah. in. And you guys start exchanging blows. And, uh, you know, at one point you knock her to her knees. And she's on her hands and knees. And Ophelia, you see her like make the quick gesture that shows that she's put the lead into her gloves. And she leaps back up and goes, and she rolls. You want me to roll as well as this contest? I do. I want you to roll as well. Should I put this in a desperate position? It it, it kind of... yeah, you can call it a desperate action, sure. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to add anything because I don't think there's any stakes to this. You know, like, I don't... Oh, Juliet doesn't know. This is, know. This is so just awful. a fight. Oh, yeah. I'm going to push this. I'm just going to fight like I always do. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. Four. A four is your highest, and Marlene rolled a six. So, Marlene knocks Juliet the fuck out. <laughs> yeah. The gr- the gray cloaks come out and they take Juliet's body out of the ring. Marlene is like, ah, I put her down. I put her down. <laughs> I'm in the ring, right? I'm there. You are. And you are about to show us what you're going to do after we come back from a quick break. It begins. We're back, and Juliet has just been knocked out by Marlene, a pugilist, and she's being dragged into the back of the fighting pits of the Grey Cloaks. Her fate is looking bleak, because this is all part of Ecphelia's master plan. I think, Valkos, that's when you run into the fighting pit. I think that... Oh, no. I don't run into the fighting pit. I run to go see how... um, uh, Juliet is because it's that thing of like I think in my head I would have probably have acted on instinct but because of that kind of put your pawns in play 
I'm like, what the fuck? This isn't normal. She just went down like a sack of potatoes. I'm going to go and see what the hell is going. I'm going to go see how she is. Right. And they know the Great Cloaks know you as well as they know her. So they're going to let you into the back. You, yeah. You're one of the people that won a lot of money for them not too long ago. Fighting Juliet. Yeah. <laughs> so that means, Ecphelia, you see both of them go into the back. Uh, you right. see Valkos follow your query into the back. But of course, I've got my, my contact whose job it is to get her out of there post-haste. That's true. Um, so I will... I think I might go around to see that that departure is actually taking place. Great, and you do that, and that's when Tiff and Deming Fry look at each other and follow you out the front door. And... I go and I see, and I'm with her. And I'm oh, like, are you? Yeah. He said, oh, "What?" He, he hired the he he asked this guy to get her out very quickly, and it was all arranged. So actually, Valkos, what you see when you go into the room where they would let someone lay down and recover is nobody, and you can hear the doors to the outside slamming <clears throat> shut. Well, I'm going to move towards the door. You open the door and you see that Juliet's body has just been put into a carriage that is taking off. What? Then I'm going to go and try and stop it. Okay, you start running after it. Ecphelia, that's what you see when you come around the corner. Good. <laughs> I am I think, uh, I, I mean, I'm, uh, I want to say that I want to be like on that carriage. Um. Oh, um... But, 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 but I don't have to. Uh, no, no, wait, let's see. Uh, is it fair to say if someone pays enough stress, they're on the carriage, including Valkos or you? Sorry? Is it fair to oh. say if I... If you pay enough stress, I'll allow you to be on that carriage? <sighs> but the okay. offer also goes to Valkos, is that what you're saying? Exactly. Right. <laughs> I'll say that, I mean, one of these abilities of mine is I can pay stress to move by the letter of the write-up faster than a carriage. Ah, well then, I think you should use that ability if you'd like. So I may, I might go faster than a carriage, and maybe I'm not on it. I'm ahead of it. <laughs> then I'm going to use the horse that I traveled with to get to that place to chase the carriage. Right. And uh, Deming and Tiff are going to look at each other and see you running after the carriage with a horse and uh, see their quarry go like take off like with mm -hmm. uh, supernatural powers. And they are left without a ride, so they are going to try to acquire one. Let's see how they do rolling oh. Deming's. They're going to roll Deming's. Tier four, right? Tier four, yeah. They roll a six, and so... Deming immediately gets a handsome cab and he's like, follow that horse! Uh, <laughs> and so now, just to set the scene, the carriage with Juliet's inert body is rattling down the streets of Duskfall toward the temple of the Builder. Ophelia, <clears throat> you are keeping pace with it? You are ahead of it? What are you doing? Yeah, I... I um... <laughs> Um, like you know the very anime thing of like running across rooftops and like leaping like yeah <laughs> rooftop to rooftop that's that's kind of what I want to be doing I don't know if that that's, is uh, what you're doing that's, that's what, what you're doing. doing hey you spent the stress for your superpower why I not did. 
Yeah. yeah, you are leaping rooftop to rooftop, and because of this, you are not directly in the line of sight of Valkos or the hunters, okay? Great. And uh, Valkos, you got your horse, but you're a, you're a normal man, so in order to catch this, uh, you had to run, go grab your horse, get on it, mm. chase after this carriage. I need an action. Well, I'm going to say that because it's the horse, and this is this is purely coming from uh, my good playing of Tears of the Kingdom, Legend of Zelda. There you go. <laughs> uh, horses need to pull an object, right? So it's heavier. So I've got a horse just by myself, and it's just me. So I'm technically faster, right? So I would technically say I've got the advantage here of catching this carriage. I mean, you see I, it all the time with with I, with high women. That's super super fair, and I will definitely factor that into the action roll. Okay, and I'm going to roll then my um, my finesse because I'm handling this horse, right? Uh, handle Great. a vehicle amount. Yep. Uh, what is my position? I'm going to say risky for standard effect. And okay. by that, I mean that if you fail, you won't totally lose it, but you'll be like one roll away from totally losing it, right? Okay, well, I got a five. So that's you got a, a five. Okay. Yeah, success with a consequence. Success with success with a consequence, which means that you are now like within shooting distance of it, but you haven't quite caught up to it yet. You haven't been able to like, you know, you're not quite close enough to leap onto it. So, mm. is your goal to just follow it where it's going, or is your goal to leap on there and rescue her? It's to leap on and 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 stop this carriage. Okay, you're not quite there yet. Okay, you you're said not I'm shooting distance. Stop. You are shooting distance. That's a very good, good point there. So I might shoot it next time round. Okay, I'm gonna uh, allow. I'm gonna allow our other characters to do things. Yes. Mm-hmm. What were you gonna say, uh, uh, Josephine? I was gonna say Juliet is having this sweet, darling dream, riding out like over the deserts towards this like imagined idea of Severus that Vakos has told her about they're both on this you know newly acquired horse and it's all very fantastical and sweet and there's like nothing bad going on it's very peaceful and she's just sort of unconscious in this uh nice unharmed slumber where nothing is going wrong I uh, I love that. What a beautiful dream. And I will just add to it that if the player, Josephine, wants to have something happen beyond uh, just laying there, then uh, she needs to let me know. Okay? Um, <laughs> love that. And uh, let's... Uh, I mean, let's... she's out, out, right? Like, there's nothing I can... She's out. Like, it was yeah. a full knockout. But yeah, we yeah. didn't say that it was a special poison knockout, right? No. So, right. who knows exactly how long it will last. Um, let me ask Ekphelia if you want to do something as you see Valkos get within shooting distance on his horse. I, um... I, I just pause on the gable of a, of a building. Like, almost, like, skidding off. It's, it's fully, like, hanging on a gargoyle. And then, uh... And I pause for a second and just feel like an entity, like, like near me. And I just whisper to it, stop him. 
Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and I want to send the ghost to just slow Valkos down. I will need an action. Sounds like, I mean, that would be a tune, I'm sure. Uh, sounds like a tune, yeah. <sighs> Which I am not, 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 not good at. <laughs> <laughs> But let's Ris- do it. R- risky for standard effect. So if you succeed, the ghosts will actually follow your orders and try to, oh, dis- you know, try to dis- fail your. Oh, I okay. Three. Um, the shade that you managed to coax to follow you doesn't really quite appear to understand, and instead, like, kind of starts to merge with you, and Gosh. you can hear like the whisperings of like. Uh, a young woman say, uh, Charlie? Get out of my... Charlie? I know I'm home late. Charlie? A lot of ghosts, they really don't know what's going on. No, 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 no. I'm trying to shake it off now. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So that'll bring us back to Valkos. Valkos, you were within shooting distance of the carriage. What would you like to do? I'm going to... Pull a gun, a name for the rider. Do I know? Do I realize it's the gray cloak? Oh yeah, it's a gray cloak. You recognize him, and when he turns back and sees you aiming the barrel at him, his eyes go wide, <laughs> and uh, you're not sure of his name, but you've definitely seen him with the other gray cloaks. He knows who you are. You know he's one of them. I think that will be a. It might be a finesse again because I'm riding and shooting. Right? It's it's like a. Would it be? You love finesse. Um, it can be or, finesse. It can be finesse. Okay, go ahead. to me. Or, or I can use prowl to jump on the carriage, gain that speed, jump on the carriage, and tackle this guy. Which do you prefer? I think <laughs> I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna. I, no, I had the gun idea. So, the, ah, but then that will attract attention. So <laughs> instead of pulling a gun, I'm gonna. I'm gonna try and jump on this guy. I'm gonna try and jump on this carriage. Okay, we're going to use Prow to jump on the carriage, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, here we go. That's going to be risky because if you fail, you're going to fall down off the carriage. I don't know that it will harm you, but it will mean that they are well able to get away. And if you okay. su- uh, if you succeed, you'll be on the carriage. Okay. Can I push myself? You certainly can. Take two All stress right. and add a dot. Okay. So... Four. Oh, thank four. <laughs> success mm. with a consequence. Mm. So uh, the success is that you get on the carriage. The consequence is that you're barely on it. You're like holding on <laughs> to the side. And now this guy is aware of you. And there really is only one guy because it was impossible to create a conspiracy of like four gray cloaks to help you. Right. So mm-hmm. he's having to drive the carriage and he sees you there. And you can see that he's, like, reaching for a weapon behind his back to try to deal with you. I'm kind of, like, shouting, stop! I'll pay you double! Stop! Oh, interesting. Oh, yeah. Mm. Interesting. Any stirrings from Juliet yet? Should I do a fortune roll? I think that's a great idea. That's great. Okay. Yeah. What? But the fortune roll can have more than one die sometimes. Let's let's just see what what is a Juliet comes to fortune roll. What does that look like? I'm gonna look oh. at your sheet. 
I don't know. There's a Roll Fortune button, but I don't actually know what it's made up of. Yeah, you know what it's going to be? Here's what it's going to be. Your okay. prowess is two. You're going to roll two dice. Cool. So roll my prowess. Okay. Mm-hmm. A one uh, f- yeah, and a four. And a four. Okay, so having rolled a four, that means a success with a consequence. You were, uh, but but it's a fortune roll, really. It's not really like you were trying to do something. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to say that you are now in a half awake state, but you're still not. You're kind of like, yeah. what's up, again? Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> twilight. You're in a twilight state. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Um, uh, normally, someone would give you some smelling salts, put a wet yeah. cloth in your face, but nobody has done that. Okay, Ekphelia, you now see that Valkos is on the carriage, and you can hear him yelling something to the driver. Okay, um, so this section of the plan, a long-term project set in motion, all its chits filled, but is somehow still fighting my way through. That's a very good point. So if you feel like you should get extra <clears throat> dice, I just didn't want I'll the long-term yeah, no, project no. to automatically decapitate Juliet. I, of course, kid. I, of course, kid. Yes. Okay. Um, yes. I see what's happening. Valkos is on it. He's, he's shouting something at my at, at my minion. Uh, this, uh, this, fuck, this fucking ghost. I'm, I'm just, like, rending <laughs> it away from my eyes, like... Like as it merges into my head, I can. I'm weirdly like seeing into the past through its eyes or some shit. It's like no, no. and uh, I'm like you're not gonna take her away from me. And uh, I'm going to leap off this building and crash into the carriage and just do it myself. I'll carry, <laughs> I'll carry her there myself. I'm go, I want to go full Universal Monsters. I will have her in my arms running over the, the rooftops oh of the city. Oh my god, yes. Okay, here we go. L- give me a roll to crash down into the carriage, because your main goal is to get your hands on her and carry her away, right? That's right. I'm going to spend the stress to make to employ my uh, my terrible power. And I'm going to roll finesse to leap down Mm -hmm. in there. Okay, great. Go ahead and give me that finesse roll. It is risky for standard effect. If you are successful, you will have your arms on Juliet. You'll be in the back, you know, where you can grab her. (laughs) If you have failed, you would have missed the carriage and it might have gotten away from you. But you did not fail. You rolled a six. Yes. And so... You are now, all of a sudden, Valkos, like, as you're trying to shout to the driver, I'll pay you! Stop the carriage! Suddenly, this shape smashes down into the back of the carriage, which is really, like, just kind of like a covered cloth deal. It's not like a, uh, it's not like a handsome cap. And so, you smash down into it, my friend Ekphelia, and you now, Universal Monster style, have Juliet in your arms, and you can see that she's kind of muttering. Yeah. I think in the toilet, you know, sort of like sees and is like, oh, Ophelia, Ophelia, my love. Yes, darling. Yes, darling. Don't worry. Everything will be, and just making eye contact with Valkos, everything will be okay soon. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah. And, and uh, I think it's someone else's turn now. I'm you, out of there. <laughs> as soon yeah, as, I can. as soon as you can be. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, Valkos, this has changed things. 
you have seen uh, what we said that you just made eye contact with Ecphelia who has their arms around Juliet what do you do so this is the moment where I think so I'm just barely I'm hanging on this thing right yeah yeah okay it hasn't stopped by the way either then I am going to push myself to perform a feat of physical force that verges on the superhuman and I think I am literally going to try and stop this carriage (laughs) now hear me out this pushing myself means that I can stop a horse, right? Well, from what I read, a superhuman. This is, we're, 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 we're playing with superhumans here, right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I am literally, I see this and my blood boils because everything just connects, everything connects. And I suddenly just get my feet and I go and try and almost weigh myself down to stop this carriage from, from moving anywhere. You know, causing some form of uh, force that will hopefully shake um, uh Ophelia off potentially also with the body um, you spent the stress right to get the yep. super hooping power yeah I am not going to make you roll for this I think that if you've spent the stress you have the superhuman strength and the carriage was just also hit by another object which might have slowed it down a little bit and the driver was distracted both you yeah I mean all of it together I think equals you smash your feet down and grab a hold of it and the carriage kind of spins and the horse kind of like rears and the whole thing kind of like clatters to a stop but I'm going to use a fortune roll to see if it actually crashes mm-hmm. here we go it does crash so uh, I rolled low, and so the the carriage, even though you do stop at Valkos, it does go over on its side. There are some barrels and other crates in the back. They go smashing, spinning out. Ophelia, you and Juliet uh, kind of have to leap clear, and the whole thing goes skidding down the street, smashing into other things in the middle of the street. And now there's an overturned carriage, and onlookers are screaming and gawking. And that brings us to Juliet. Would you like to roll another fortune? Vampire hunters. <laughs> well, they were in a carriage behind you, and they will be there very soon. Right. Okay. okay. So, yeah. Should I roll another fortune? I think so. Yeah. Same one prowess. <sighs> I think so. Here we go. Whoa. A critical. A critical. I mean, a crash would, you know, maybe. I think that is what happened. It. it jolted Jolt you out you of out. it. You are now fully awake, um, and I think that you can act. And next round, you can talk right now, though. What do you? Yeah. What do you say to your love, Ophelia? What, what is? What is happening, Ophelia? What has happened? Where? Where am? What is going on? Be yeah, honest with me. So we've been flung aside. You're now awake. <laughs> um, yeah. I think, yeah, just rising in front of you is Ophelia. Just, like, takes, like, Sophia feeling everything's okay. You're okay. Um, don't, don't worry. Don't worry. Um, I'm taking you away from all this. Away? Where? What? What do you mean? Don't you understand, darling? I have to save you from yourself. Mm. Mm. And that, like, 
flashes me back to a moment because I feel like Una Farrow said the exact same words about Juliet to her <laughs> in their past about like saving her from her own machinations and that is like big trigger Mm-mm. don't like that she doesn't like that she doesn't like that and you can tell like it's like Juliet's demeanor changes when Ophelia says that so it might be time to do something there, my friend, Ekphelia. You still, you still sort of have Juliet in your arms. Mm-hmm. You've had this brief exchange. What do you do? I, <clears throat> as I said, I want to grab her and run like up up a wall <laughs> to uh, into the heart of Six Towers to the. To the builder. Yeah, so success. I'm not going to make you roll for that. You've already spent stress to be able to kind of leap along walls and things like that. Now, Juliet can start acting against you on her next turn, but you have uh, successfully so far run up a wall with her in your arms and are leaping uh, across the building. Uh, Valkos, I'll just say, Ekphelia is not outside of gun range yet, but Ophelia is is running. Now it is time for the vampire hunters to arrive. Their carriage has to come screeching to a stop at this carriage wreck, and they both jump out and point to Ophelia, and uh, unfortunately they have to do all of that. They have to get out, they have to stop their carriage, get out, and find their target, so that's their whole turn, and Valkos, it's your turn. I'm gonna... Fire my gun, Ophelia. Um, uh, now it's getting rough. Hey, I'm this still, is... and I'm still being held, right? Yep. Yes. yes. Oh no! I'm gonna, I'm consequential. Gonna yes. Consequential. Aim and in in blind rage, just fire. Amazing. Uh, and I think that will be a finesse, right? <sighs> to, use, to use a weapon, is it? Or is it well, no? It's it's hunt. It's often hunt. So, um, yeah. If you, were, if you were going for a very specific, like, called shot, I might say finesse is okay. If mm. you're just trying to blast mm. him, hunt will work, because it's like, fire, get a beat on your target and fire. I mean, you could even, you know, say wreck or some other action. Any action no, can actually, be used. I think, I think actually, no, I'm enraged. So I think, am I enraged, though? Well, doesn't your one of your no? It's one of your items, the rage vial, right? But but just doing your um, I'm calculating your, though. So I've got the calculating special ability. So I kind of see this, and what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna like I think rage kind of sparks in me because I I was like I knew this all along. Why didn't I act sooner? You fool! You should have done something sooner. This is why you're not a good leader. And then suddenly something clicks in, and I'm like, you know, it's it's what's this, that guy's name? Ivan? No, it's not Ivan. Iden with Iden with. Yeah. Iden, something Iden is just like lay up on, <laughs> and as I kind of aim for, I, I go to aim for um, uh, Ophelia, but instead of aiming for Ophelia, I aim above, just kind of almost blind, and kind of you know as a way of like hitting like the brickwork or the woodwork to splinter and sort of you know do do something to miss again, sort of intentionally, not necessarily miss, but to sort of slow down, to kind of. Again, within sort of this, this kind of, I'm seeing this sort of spider movement moving up. I'm, I'm, I'm going to like startle. Yes, yeah, startle. 
essentially, rather than necessarily fire on the body. But this is a yeah. vampire, right? It's probably right. in the state of of a sense of um, a sense of uh, adrenaline. So the idea of even firing anything at it probably won't necessarily deter it. Right. Having something startle it will do it. So that's why I'm going to roll finesse. Okay, I will allow it. Great, great description. Um, do you want a devil's bargain? John. If you succeed with a six, you succeed too well, and you remove the footing of Ekphelia. Okay. She'll fall. Okay. Okay. Are you taking it? You taking get an extra it. die for that. Okay. okay. Here we go. You get an extra die. Amazing. Five, no <laughs> six. Want to go five? Oh Double my five. god! Okay, um, <laughs> I'm gonna rule that you blast out a part of the wall right ahead of Ekphelia. Ekphelia, that that pauses you. That stops okay. you for a second. Okay. Um, and now we're getting into like very hard PvP. So we might start doing roll versus roll like we've done mm-hmm. in the past. If everybody mm-hmm. understands that. Yeah. But now I want to. Um, <laughs> So you are hanging sideways on a wall. You are about to scrabble over it onto the roof, and then all of a sudden, bang, a big piece of the wall is gone from uh, Falcos's shot. And a big chunk comes out, and it makes you pause for a second, Ekphelia, and that's enough time for Juliet to do something if she wishes. Juliet. Figa turns and yells back and, and shouts, Falcos! And um, looks back to Ekphelius. Why are you doing this? I trusted you. And I'd like to... I'd like to grab one of the uh, projectiles that I made with the fire oil. Ah. And now here's I'm the much thing. closer it's than how I'd close. intended to... Here's here's the thing I'm going to post to you though. Yeah. Were you completely armed while in the ring, fighting ring? Because oh. that's what you're currently accoutred with right now. Yeah. Well, so what I was saying, I don't think I would have gone anywhere without those, like those two, those projectiles and the blow dart that's needed for it. Because like we've been planning on this, right? This is like we don't know when, when we'll find the opportune moment. At least that's what I thought ahead of time. Okay. I don't know that I have my whole kit or anything. I don't think I have my whole kit or anything like that, but I think that the things that we had been planning in our downtime was to find, like, the opportune moment for this, right? It's true. Uh, You have been planning as well, and that is why you prepared those things. So what do you think about the idea of having a fortune roll to see if those are if anything has happened to them because you've been yeah you've yes, been I've been around tossed a lot. around yeah does that I think sound that's okay? totally fair yeah okay so what do you think you would roll for that I think because you were the one taking care of them one of your attributes would be a good thing for the fortune roll yeah um I think it would be me, probably go ahead I was gonna say insight to put them somewhere safe yes I'll allow it okay let's try it Mm. Uh, four. A, four, a four is a success with a consequence. 
You only have one of them. You pull one. Yeah. You pull both of them out, and one is broken, Shoot. and yeah. uh, has already kind of gone off down the street. You have one. Okay. Okay. Um, and with that, oh man, I just don't know if it's going to be effective at short range. Um, I have one, and I am. Do we know what kind of... If it was a blow dart, I guess it's almost like syringe sort of... Um, yeah, it would be a syringe. Head to it. Yeah, syringe that would go through. Okay. Well, I'm going to try and stick Ophelia with it in this moment. And Ophelia is... Ophelia is holding Juliet, but in this moment, Juliet is also holding Ophelia. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to attempt to just, like, stick this Ooh. into her neck. Let's uh, let's do a. Uh, I mean, I think it, it it stands to reason that Ecphelia would resist that. Is that is that oh, correct? Yeah. Of yes. <laughs> okay. No, no. I'm I'm just trying to be very careful so that uh, I yes. don't uh, I don't auto kill a character. Okay. Yeah. So, um, would you please roll to avoid getting stuck with a ampule full of mystery chemical Ecphelia? Yes. So we're both rolling now. I think we'll both roll. Juliet, what are you going to roll? Right? I'm going to do skirmish, yeah. Sounds, skirmish. Like, sounds like skirmish, yeah. Okay. Th- and two, uh, two, I'm going to add a die for trust in me. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> I get plus one die against someone I'm intimate, I've had an intimate relationship with. Man. Would my gunshot as an assist, can I give myself an extra stress to give an extra die? Yes. Okay. Oh my gosh. Okay. Wait, the, that gunshot it gives an extra die to this roll? Because it's well, a lot wants, of added he stress. Wants, he yeah. wants to okay. assist, and, and I, I think I feel like he has been assisting, right? Like, mm-hmm. uh. So. Oh do you feel that's, do you sure, feel that's no. okay, Ross? I feel that's like fine. Ross should get okay. something, though, for, for this long term project, right? Like we mentioned. I, I think there should be some <laughs> balancing. Yeah. Yeah, let's let's balance it out. Um, Ross, mm-hmm. uh, why don't you have Ecphelia? Let's see. I'm gonna roll a fortune roll, and if it's successful, there's a, another factor that's gonna come into play. Okay. Okay. And, so. Uh, okay. What what is Ecphelia's attune? It's zero. It's zero. Okay. I'm gonna no, roll it's f- one. It's one. It's one. Okay. I'm going to roll a fortune roll, and uh, it, another factor will come into play if it's successful. I'm also going to push myself when I see this happen. Okay, so, okay. Yeah. I think um, that there was a moment back. I roll. I know, I know, I know. I think there was a moment back at the grotto after our last score where Valkos made Juliet relive that, like, trauma and was crying yeah. through the desert. And when we got back to the grotto... Like perhaps between the two of them, Juliet had these these projectiles and had a crisis of faith Whether in this it's moment. Be of, right or not? Yeah. I don't know if I can do this. So, um, mm. this is interesting. Just as Juliet is about to plunge in the ampule, the dart, the weird shade sort of uh, uh, kind of starts climbing 
out of Ecphelia and is just kind of creating more chaos. Like, yeah. Charlie, Charlie, I'm scared. <laughs> like, uh, just kind of buzzing around. Like, it becomes like almost like a crown of moths around Juliet's head. Like, that's how it manifests. Uh, and you can hear these voices, Juliet. So high weirdness is at play, uh, which I think is going to give our friend... I think it's going to count as an assist, so you're going to get one more die, Ecphelia. Okay. Okay, so... I just want to know, how many, oh. die, how many die are you rolling, Juliet? Uh, it's going to be skirmish plus one plus that and uh, five. I mean, I should push myself in this, too. Well... No, based on the flash and what I've sort of the narrative I built, I'm not pushing myself on this. I think I'm already trying really hard to even do this. Okay, and my friend Ecphelia, how many die are you rolling? With the push and the assist from my ghostly retainer here, weirdly manifesting as a crown around my temples, uh, I get plus two for those, so it's a total of four dice I'm rolling. So four <laughs> versus five. Oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, fuck. All right. Here we go. Let's do this. So positions, I assume. It doesn't really matter because yeah. it's an ADP. Yeah, just roll. Great. Here we go. <sighs> Three, two, one, go. I did it. Oh, oh. Okay. <laughs> well, Josephine's well, character. Josephine well. rolled a four, two, one, two, two. But Ecphelia rolled a three, one, one. Five. Five is the highest result. And so five wins. And May- so what does that mean, Ecphelia? Yeah. What, the, like- um, <laughs> the, the ampule comes like right up to my wrist. There's no way you could miss. And just one of these moth-like spectral things diverts it for a second. And like, you're, and uh, I'm like hanging. Both one hand is yeah. on you. One hand is on the, on the wall. And uh, it just diverts it for a moment. And I'm able to like twist your your wrist somewhat, and <sighs> with a with a an inhuman force like of bicep power, it's like draw you up. It's like, don't I trust you? <laughs> don't I trust you? I trusted you. Juliet, I trusted you to love me. You didn't ask when you pulled me back, when you put me into him. You just did it. You made me into this. You changed me. You made me better I trusted you to care for me and so now you can trust me to show you the same courtesy and I'll pull you up and away if I can well I think that you can she failed in her attack and you've already spent the stress to be able to move superhumanly mm-hmm. so, and we never narrated that she got out of your arms and so mm-hmm. I think you leap up and over and onto the roof 
and you have escaped the people pursuing you for right now. <laughs> I know this is strange, but can I just roll a resolve for myself to kind of see where Juliet's at? Because I think that she believes the words that you've said as well. Like she has unleashed you and that she is at fault here. Yeah, roll she a resolve. Sh- so if she succeeds, what does that mean? Uh, if she succeeds, I think like I think she's still okay, but I, th- I would say if she fails, it's some sort of, like, mental harm. Oh, okay, great. Um, I, I, <laughs> uh, okay, I agree. I, I just, no, I just, like, honestly, this is such a high, high stakes, and we're dealing with, like, everything that she has done coming back as a consequence right now. I think so. I agree. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Ooh, okay. It's a four. A success with a consequence. A success with a consequence. So here's going to be the consequence. Your next attack against Ekphelia, and I'm making a note of this, is going to have uh, reduced effect. Okay, yeah. That sounds that sounds right. Uh, and Ekphelia, with Juliet in their arms, leaps up and over and onto the rooftop and out of sight. Tiff Taylor and Deming Fry, uh come up alongside Valkos armed to the teeth with weapons and they watch as Ekphelia disappears from view they look to you Valkos and they say where where could they have taken her I'd look to the grey cloak who is probably trying to fumble himself up (laughs) and go to the grey cloak and I'm going to interrogate Uh, and uh, he says Khan, they're, they're taking her to Selyak Khan, and that is where we will stop for today. <laughs> what? Yeah, baby. Ooh. Oh my God, Jared, how can you do this to us? <laughs> it's it all happening now, folks. It just feels like there's at least another hour of. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Don't worry. yeah. Don't worry. Of this whole, of this whole story. So. Wow. Wow, you guys. Uh, go take a hot bath of, of Alkahest. Unwind. Uh, and, uh, and prepare yourself mentally and emotionally for next week. Until then, we have been Josephine McAdam, Abu Salim, Ross Bryant. My name's Jared Logan, and we'll see you on Haunted City next week. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Glass Cannon Network. For more podcasts and live streams, visit GlassCannonNetwork.com. And for exclusive shows and content you can't find anywhere else, subscribe today at Patreon.com slash GlassCannon. Glass Cannon.